Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your Times Daily World Briefing on Friday the 21st of January. I'm Sophia Franklin. And I'm Emily Wither. Talks, talks and more talks as countries continue to try and bring Russia back from the brink of war. We need everyone to step up. And almost two years on, charges have been brought over a flight illegally grounded by Belarus. Times of London Daily World Briefing. We begin with the ongoing situation in Ukraine. Urgent talks between the US and Russia are to take place in Geneva, but not for the first time, as fear grows that Russia could invade Ukraine at any moment. It follows warnings from the US Secretary of State to Moscow of grave consequences if any forces cross the border. As Russian President Vladimir Putin continues to demand that Ukraine is blocked from joining NATO, 10,000 Russian troops line the border between the two countries. Moscow denies that they plan to launch an attack. The UK is considering sending hundreds more troops to Ukraine's NATO neighbours to act as a deterrent to Russia, as Foreign Secretary Liz Truss explains. We need everyone to step up. Together with our allies, we will continue to stand with Ukraine and urge Russia to de-escalate. Dr Eleanor Bindman, Senior Lecturer in Politics and Public Administration at Manchester Metropolitan University, with expertise on the area, has spoken to Times Radio. She says no one is behaving particularly well in this situation. It's a little bit disingenuous of, of the UK to be saying de-escalate while they're also um, sending weapons uh and potentially troops to Ukraine. I think if you really want Russia to de-escalate, you also, on the other side, have to be kind of working towards that goal. Bindman added NATO countries can send weapons, but realistically would not intervene if it came down to it. Ukraine matters much more to Russia than it does to the US or the UK or other NATO countries. Um, And that's really kind of an issue in that they know that the US has no intention of sending troops to Ukraine to fight Russian forces if it came to that. As the US pushes on trying to manage the situation, the French president says Europeans should negotiate their own version of a new security order with Moscow. Emmanuel Macron says the US dominating the talks is causing irritation. In Sudan, protesters have once again taken to the streets ahead of a visit from the US envoy, angered by the killings of seven civilians this week. (laughs) 
72 civilians have died since a military coup in October. Thousands have also been injured during anti-military protests as the military cracks down on those taking part. That's the head of forces for freedom and change, saying that the movement must come from the streets. Help from the international community is welcomed, but the Sudanese people and community must come first. In a rare public statement, 55 Sudanese judges accuse military leaders of breaking international law and carrying out heinous violations against defenseless protesters, a charge denied by military leaders who say the right to peaceful protest is protected. The country's ruling council says there needs to be national talks and adjustments to the power-sharing document established after the 2019 uprising against leader Omar al-Bashir. The U.S. says it's considering measures against those holding up efforts to resolve Sudan's political crisis. On the way, lawyers of Ghislaine Maxwell demand a retrial, and the singer of one of the best-selling albums of all time has died. Times of London Daily World Briefing As countries across the world push for people to have their coronavirus vaccinations, Austria has put the wheels in motion to make them compulsory. The law is due to come into effect on the 1st of February, if lawmakers approve it. This week, Parliament's lower house voted in favour of new government proposals. It would make Austria the first European country to introduce a mandatory vaccination. And anyone who refuses from mid-March will face fines of more than €3,500. But it hasn't gone down well with many. Large protests have been taking place against the move. So far, 72% of Austrians are fully vaccinated against the virus. The bill must now pass the upper house and be signed into law by the Austrian president, both seen as formalities. Ganz offen gesagt, für die Impflotterie While as fines are threatened for the unvaccinated, those inoculated are being promised the chance of the opposite. In a news conference, Chancellor Karl Nierhammer announced there would be a national lottery to encourage vaccinations. Those who are or get inoculated have an almost one in three chance to win a 500 euro gift voucher. Vollkommen gerechtfertigt, das Geld einzusetzen. In May last year, a Ryanair flight from Athens to Lithuania was diverted by Belarusian air traffic control to Minsk National Airport. It was said to be over a bomb threat, but Lithuanian airport authorities stated they had not been informed of anything of the sort. A hundred people were on board, including a Belarusian blogger and opposition campaigner, Roman Protasevich, who was detained moments after the flight landed. Before boarding the plane in Athens, he had sent a telegram saying he'd been followed and photographed at the airport. Twenty months later, the United States has charged four Belarusian officials with air piracy for using a fake bomb threat to divert the flight and arrest a dissident. Two members of the State Air Navigation Authority and two security officials were accused of conspiracy. Announcing the charges, a New York district attorney said countries around the world have cooperated to keep passenger airplanes safe. In other news from the United States, a trial that has been watched by many around the world could be about to reopen. 
The history of a jury member on the Ghislaine Maxwell court case has led to a formal request for a retrial for the former girlfriend of convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Maxwell was convicted at the end of last year on five counts of sex trafficking and other crimes after recruiting and grooming teenage girls for the billionaire paedophile. While Maxwell faces up to 65 years in prison, juror number 50, known as Scotty Davis, has revealed to the press he was sexually abused as a child. Adam Klasfeld, managing editor at Law and Crime News in New York and host of the Objections podcast, explained to Times Radio what has happened. Retrials are generally not good for prosecutors in that the defense has already seen what your case is. That said, I sat through every day of the case and there was a lot of powerful evidence and that that evidence, that testimony is not going away, including the corroborating uh, evidence that was that bolstered the victim's testimony. Klausfeld added that Maxwell is just at the starting line as retrial requests can take some time. The prosecution team also has until early next month to respond to Maxwell's motion. The Times Daily World Briefing. Sport. And now with updates on COVID-19 testing and cybersecurity at the Olympics, here's John Jackson. Athletes participating in the upcoming Winter Olympics have been warned over cybersecurity concerns in Beijing. National Olympic committees in some Western countries have suggested their participants leave personal devices at home or use temporary phones as privacy can't be guaranteed in China. The United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee have advised their delegates that it should be assumed that every text, email, online visit and application access can be monitored or compromised. Meanwhile, Olympic medical advisers have warned that the strict COVID-19 testing requirements for the Beijing Winter Olympics could see more athletes from high-risk Omicron regions banned from participating. The Games, which take place between the 4th and the 20th of February, will proceed in a closed loop that will keep overseas athletes from mingling with the Chinese population, while spectator ticket allocations have also been restricted. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. American singer, actor and legend Michael Lee Aday, better known as Meatloaf, has died at the age of 74. The Bat Out of Hell singer has had a career spanning six decades, selling over 100 million albums worldwide and starring in over 65 movies, most memorably appearing in Fight Club, Wayne's World and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. His agent announced the performer died with his wife, Deborah, by his side. His family said in a statement that they appreciated all of the love and support from the public during their grieving period, adding, from his heart to your souls, don't ever stop rocking. And finally, 32,300 miles, 41 countries, and 155 days later, 19-year-old Zara Rutherford is officially the youngest woman to fly around the world solo. The teenage aviator of dual British-Belgium nationality landed at an airport in Western Belgium on Thursday after her long journey, breaking two Guinness World Records. When her trip began last August, she believed the trip would take her three months. But due to a series of weather and visa issues, her schedule was pushed back eight weeks. 
Rutherford hopes her trip will inspire more women to become airline pilots. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Friday the 21st of January. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.